Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 99 of Starting the Conversation and welcome to the final installment in this mini series of seven days of Q&A. I so hope that you have enjoyed tuning into these mini episodes every single day. It's been really fun to play around with a different episode format and just to mix up the way that I'm using this podcast. So I would love to hear your thoughts on how you found it. And let me tell you, I am not disappointing with what I'm bringing you on this final day. Sophie French is someone who I could sit down and listen to for hours because the wisdom and the genius that she has is honestly so, so game-changing. Something that I love about Sophie's work and her approach is how she helps you to tap into what is stopping you from taking action and doing the thing. Of course, there are so many practical steps involved in running a business and leveling up your business, but something that I love about Sophie's work is how she helps you to acknowledge not just the practical stuff that's holding you back but also the stuff that's underneath that things like our limiting beliefs things like the stories that we tell ourselves things like the previous experiences that we've had and how that shapes how we show up in this conversation I asked Sophie you know what does it look like when there is a difference between where you are now and where you want to be and you don't understand what's holding you back from making that leap and Sophie had so much genius to share that I seriously could have just sat there and kept talking to her for hours. Now, before letting you tap into all of the brilliance that Sophie had to share, I just want to quickly tell you why this feels like such an exciting episode. Because if you follow me over on Instagram or you're familiar with my work, you will know that I have just relaunched the Gather and Grow Retreat, which has Sophie as a guest coach. That's how Sophie and I really first met was through me getting familiar with her work and having her as a guest coach on the retreat that was hosted in May of 2019. And it was through seeing how she showed up at that retreat and the impact that she had that I realized that what she had to bring was so so needed so when I thought about launching the retreat again it was a total no-brainer to bring Sophie back so if off the back of listening to this conversation you're thinking flipping Nora that woman is something that I want in my life I will leave all of the links in the show notes so that you can find out more and save your space. But without further ado, let's get into this final installment of seven days of Q&A. Sophie, it always makes me laugh because I feel like you always come on the podcast in line with me launching the retreat and I'm just following that routine a year on with this episode now. It is very cool to be back and to be in line with the retreat and something that is yeah, really exciting for both of us. So she's back on. She's back on. And in this episode with today's seven days of Q&A question, I want to ask you a question that I feel like to me is the magic of kind of what you bring and what you help people to uncover. Um, and that is the question of how do you bridge the gap between where you are now in your business, in your life and where you want to be when actually when you drill it down, it's nothing to do with the practical stuff because I feel like that's something that I've gone through majorly within my business is realizing, oh my gosh, there's such a big difference between where I am and where I want to be. I know what I need to do. I know what I should do, but there's a reason why I'm not doing that. And I feel like until I came into contact with kind of your message and your work, I didn't necessarily get what that thing was. So can Mm -hmm. you tap into that a little bit more? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite things to talk about, think about, do talks on, do all the things about, because I think that's the bit that we're not necessarily taught. Like we can think about setting our goals 
think about setting what we want to do, you know, having our vision, which is, yes, really important, but that's actually just kind of step one of the process of getting to where we want to be because actually in the middle of that is what are you actually allowing yourself to achieve or what do you believe in yourself that you can make happen because we can have the biggest wildest dreams Mm -hmm. which is great and yet if on a underlying level we have a belief that that is not going to happen for us or the self-talk that actually says who am I to do that I could never make that happen or we just have underlying fears about showing up about being visible about what let's say launching a new program or even launching a website what does that mean about us in the world and and are we safe to do that all of these things are actually going on underneath without us knowing which is what can make things so scared and which actually stops us whenever there's procrastination going on or is not doing the things we say we're going to do. It's, I would say, 100% guarantee that there is a belief underneath or something that you're afraid of that is getting in the way of that actually happening. So while often we just beat ourselves up and say, oh, I'm just not doing it because I must be lazy or I must just not have what it takes. It's actually, that's not the case. There is something else that's going on and we've got to give ourselves a break and also give ourselves a chance to check in on what is going on underneath because there will be something. Mm. Yeah, and something that I find really interesting, even within my work, which is isolated, you know, just to digital marketing, is how emotional it is. Mm -hmm. Like I'm always saying to clients, like running a business is very emotional, you know, not emotional in the sense of like you're always crying or you're always super happy, which to be fair, sometimes is the case. But exactly like you've touched on there, where everything you're doing, even if it's sending an email, putting something onto Instagram, trying something for the first time, whether you're conscious of it or not, it flags up so many feelings Mm-hmm. And I think that often feels weird to acknowledge and maybe even sometimes feels like an excuse. Like, yeah. oh, that's just because I'm a bit nervous or it's imposter syndrome or it's whatever else. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think sometimes putting a language to it and like you've said, not going, oh, that's because I'm lazy or I'm rubbish or I can't do it, mm-hmm. puts you in a position of power because you can then understand it rather than just thinking, oh, I just can't do that because I'm rubbish. And that obviously doesn't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. We can't very much just stop ourselves or give up on doing the things we're doing because we don't know what's going on underneath. We haven't been kind of given the tools or taught how to check in with like, am I just feeling nervous? But why am I feeling so nervous? So this kind of comes up in, let's say, if you're doing speaking or launching something, we get trained that speaking in front of people means we will be nervous when actually we don't come out like as a baby thinking I'm nervous to stand in front of people or I'm nervous to be in front of people. This is something that we learn, same as how we make money, what we're allowed to do with money, how much we're allowed to show of ourselves. And a lot of the time we get to kind of hide away from this particularly if you are like working in a job and have a boss. Yes, there will be limitations on getting promotions, but we're not running the whole show. Like we get to hide behind certain people. We get to hide behind certain things. We don't have to put ourselves forward and they might 
you know, get paid anyway. But when it comes to running your own business, this is where all of our stuff comes up because we have nowhere to hide. We have no one to do it for us. We have to be the face of all the things. And that is why it becomes so apparent when we're in business and why it can feel like an excuse of like, oh, I'm just nervous or, you know, I've just never done this before, which, yes, is true. But also, if it's getting in the way of you actually doing the thing, then chances are there is just something going on underneath that needs exploring as to why you're not doing it. And what would you say that kind of uncovering the something can look like for people? Because I feel like all of us can probably recognize things within us that flag up when we go to do certain things or try things or put ourselves out there. But I feel like it's a whole nother step actually recognizing what that thing is. And I guess creating the space to understand that so that then you can move through it. I know that's probably something that you can't answer. And it is quite hard, I'd imagine, to do by yourself. But what can that look like to begin to understand what some of those maybe limiting beliefs, if that would be a language to put to it, could Mm -hmm. be? Yes, definitely. That is a really good question. And I can give an example of this that I know people will will really respond to and, and get. So if you think of, I had a client, for example, who's very happy for me to, to kind of use as an example, that she was running a business, but she wasn't making any money. She wasn't following up on invoices. She wasn't having conversations she was feeling scared to talk about what she charged and as you can imagine she wasn't making any money she wasn't getting paid and that of course became a problem so when we actually explored that behavior because that's not how every business owner behaves that's just there are is a set of beliefs going on underneath that's driving her behavior so when we actually explored what was coming out there and she had the space to explore it in our coaching conversation she would come out with well it's rude to talk about money isn't it I'm like okay so there's something that she is just running as her part of her program but actually that's a case to question like Mm. is it rude to talk about money who says and when we got down to that and sort of explored you know what is it that makes you think that we got down to a time where she was like seven years old, where most of our beliefs are formed and we've kind of formed everything we believe about the world by then. She remembered a memory where she was sitting with her dad and she had her dad's boss around for dinner with them and she was trying to be a grown up and said, how much money do you make? And she got really told off and her dad said to her, it's rude to talk about money. So she then just took that in her little childish brain and took that into her life as just like, that's just a normal thing. It's a fact in all areas. It's rude to talk about money. And at any other time in society, that felt like the truth. And that's what, so she just didn't talk about it. But then when it came to running a business, that's when it became a problem because actually then she was able to see, well, no wonder I'm not talking to my clients about how much I charge because I've got a belief that it's rude to talk about money. Mm. So once she changed that belief, she was then able to see like, okay, yeah, it was rude to ask my dad's boss how much he earned at the dinner table when I was seven. 
but that doesn't mean it's rude in all contexts and I'm going to have to talk about money if I want to make it. Yeah, it's so interesting as well because so much of it does come back to that question of, you know, like what are the stories that you're telling yourself? And I remember when you first kind of walked through, I guess kind of this conversation when we were at the retreat last year, for me it felt like everyone in the room was rewriting their stories And Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily saying, almost like you've given the example of there, you know, everything within that belief is false or everything within that belief is negative. But Mm -hmm. almost just saying, you know, because I'm running a business and like you've touched on running a business, oh my gosh, there is no place to hide. Like you are exposed to the max. You are constantly aware of those stories that you do tell yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of the time kind of leveling up and stepping forward as much as, yes, it comes down to the practical really comes from that place of being able to recognize what those stories are that you've told yourself mm-hmm. and then rewrite them based off of, you know, now what you want to step into and who you are. Yes. So I'm curious off the back of that for you, you know, as someone who is intrinsically aware of this stuff, teaches mm-hmm. it all of the time, is constantly helping other people work through it. I'm sure without a doubt that you still have stories that you've told yourself which are not true and limiting beliefs flag up for you would you be up for sharing maybe what one of those is but definitely what it looks like for you kind of in the everyday of your business to Mm -hmm. almost kind of walk yourself through those moments and you know acknowledge that those feelings and fears exist but I guess allow yourself to still take action despite them existing because that would be true to say right no one lives without any of them but no, the people definitely. that do take action are the ones that can recognize how to walk through it kind of despite feeling those things. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So, yes, have lots of limiting beliefs and so so do we all. And actually they, they don't become important until they're stopping us from getting something or doing something that we want. So a lot of clients would come to me and if I'm just, if I were to just say, what are your limiting beliefs about yourself? We could list off like loads and loads and loads and it feels overwhelming. But actually we want to think about, right, what do you want? What is getting in the way? And what are the, the specific limiting beliefs that are stopping that thing? And then kind of moving through the rest. So with me in particular, yes, I am working on my limiting beliefs all the time. And there's a phrase like new levels, old devils. So at every single up level of our business or of our life, of our relationships, of anything, if we don't have something that we want, chances are there's a limiting belief getting in the way of us getting it. So we have an opportunity to go, I wonder what is stopping me here? And that's a question that I'm asking of myself a lot of the time. If I'm launching something new and I've got this crazy amount of fear, which I have absolutely had a lot of time. So for me specifically, when I was launching my first ever retreat, I launched it and then I could have been sick. I was like, filled with fear I was absolutely terrified I had to go out of the house like it was an it was an irrational amount of fear for this thing like yes of course like you know that you're going to be nervous about stuff things that are new but this was irrational so I really had to look at like what am I actually afraid of here and when I was to really look at it I was bringing up language of things like I'm afraid of not being picked. 
I'm afraid of this ruining my reputation. And using that language, like that's kind of childish school language. So I knew that that wasn't kind of my grown up way of seeing the world. It was coming from a very early thing. And when I went back to what are the beliefs around this? It took me back to a time at school where I wasn't picked for something and I was absolutely mortified. And and based on something called Gestalt theory, where we carry all of our traumas, beliefs, memories in our bodies and they just build and build and build until we clear them, I was still carrying this and this was just showing up in doing something scary and launching a retreat. So when I was to look at that, bring my awareness to it and go, okay, you're not at school anymore. Like this is safe. And I was able to kind of reprogram what I was thinking. Then now the, honestly, the contrast between doing that, it now just feels like this is a normal thing to do. And it feels exciting and it feels great. But I would not have carried on launching retreats had I had to feel like that all the time. If I was feeling like that all the time, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. There's no point in feeling so sick. But because I was able to clear that out, it changed everything and it helped me to up level and to be able to do more, if that makes sense. Mm, Yeah, so really creating space to recognize it and then putting a language to it seems like Mm. the most powerful thing. Because it's almost like when something doesn't have a language, it feels like it controls us or it feels like something that we can't kind of understand or figure out and I think when you don't understand something it feels like you can't do anything about it but just like you gave that example of you know the second that you put a language to it and you actually realize that language felt quite childish or kind of outdated it Mm -hmm. immediately just changes your outlook on it because then you're in a position of understanding and awareness yes definitely I love that that. there is so much more that I would want to ask because I could just talk to you about this topic forever but I'm conscious that these are meant to be somewhat tiny episodes and hey didn't even mean to get this plug in here but if people want more of the magic then they're just gonna have to come and join us at the retreat yes absolutely absolutely no other choice Mm, exactly we do have to warn them though if they do come to the retreat they might end up in a hot tub with you and they might cry whilst in said hot tub about their limiting beliefs but that's just kind of part and parcel that's it that's how we roll and I think that's the the important thing right we're often we are scared of looking at our limiting beliefs and we're taught that it's not okay to speak the mean things that we say to ourselves because what if we reaffirm them but actually we've got to we can't just bypass them they're there so yeah yeah we talk them out we get them out there but most importantly we get rid of them we release them so that everyone can up level and do the things that they want to do yeah great things come from pushing through that discomfort and doing the hard things so Mm -hmm. I think that's a good point to end on that although we've presented this in a very lovely way the reality of walking through this is Mm -hmm. messy Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable and that is I think when you know you're doing the hard work is when it feels that way yes I love it thanks Sophie my pleasure thank you for having me yeah let's just talk about all day I know I just had all the questions ready and then I just remembered ah your magic can't be kept within 15 minutes but that's part of the fun there's always more to talk about always more to figure out yes I love it 